Welcome back to another loaded episode of the Lawn Feed Podcast, where we simplify DIY lawn care in a space where all experiences are welcome. No ego, all egos are left at the door. We're not letting those bad boys in. Uh, we celebrate all of the successes that are had in our journeys, and we are welcoming mistakes. We call those learning moments, and we grow from them. So that is us as the Lawn Feed. I am your host, Ope. It's Mo Time. Uh, Chris from Ope. It's Mo Time. And as always, I am joined by Vince from Rooter Lawn Co. Hey, and hey. Andrew from the Dad Bod Lawn. And today we have a special guest. During the off season, uh, we like to just get out there and connect with some of our friends uh both within and with outside of the lawn care community uh but really who just share common interest of not necessarily just being a lawn dad but being a dad with children too so tonight we have a a special guest uh john from john the dad 16 that's his handle on social media and he is known for his hilarious yet super relatable dad style content john thank you for freeing up an evening uh taking the kids out of the picture for a little bit and coming on to to, to join the show welcome aboard thank welcome. you for having me and uh you know uh, all of the things about grass i assume seeing as if you're on a lawn care podcast yeah all, yeah. all of the grass things when so, andrew first asked me to come on i was like uh, i don't know if you want me on your lawn, lawn care I, I, i'm not the guy i'm not the guy <laughs> i'm not well, that guy we're, we're ha- <laughs> we're we're happy to have you. So uh, before we get into more about John and listen to his story, uh, check out all we have to offer on our website at thelawnfeed.com. That's for podcast info. And to learn about us as your hosts, get some fresh merch and elevate your lawn apparel and much, much more. Um, and, and once, as always, we want to thank our friends over at Twin City Seed for powering this episode of the Lawn Feed Podcast. They are celebrating their 30th anniversary. Twin City Seed offers elite quality and custom blends of grass seed to homeowners, turf, turf professionals, and more. Uh, home of the all-new Resilience 2, Blue Resilience, and Fielder's Choice blends. They ship to all 50 states. Check them out at www.twincityseed.com. Uh, and the banner, of course, will offer all of those offers that are going on along with codes for free shipping for your next seeding project. And through December 24th, it is 10% off all gift cards. If you're looking for a little stocking stuffer. So there you have it. Thank you. It's to easier our to fit over a gift card in your stocking than it is a 50 pound bag of seeds. So smart you choice. Got that. Mm-hmm. It is a smart choice. And you get to save some, some dough while doing it. Right, Vince? I like saving dough. We got some uh, dads, wins, and losses to talk about. Vince, I'll toss the ball to you. Yeah, so if you guys are new to the podcast, uh, one thing we like to do is always um, kind of put our uh, selves in a little bit of vulnerability and share with the other dads uh, of the wins and losses that we have regularly um, and just kind of coming together. So, John, you're on the podcast. You're in the hot seat. Uh, give us – I'm sure you have uh, some wins and losses. Uh, let's Let's hear them. Yeah, the first thing that came to mind with uh, with Christmas here, and I don't I don't know, you know, the controversy of how soon can you put up the Christmas lights and the Christmas decor, but June, um, 
Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so I, I try to wait till after Thanksgiving, but this year, Black Friday, 8 a.m., getting the stuff down from the attic. I, I, we went and got a brand new tree. This is my win. We, we got a brand new tree. I got everything down. I got everything prepped for my wife. Uh, got the kids involved. Super fun day. Uh, then into my loss, uh, I started doing the lights on the on the roof. And um, <clears throat> I got a little tired. I got a little cold. Uh, and I was like, you know, I'll finish this later. And I only did about 30% of my roof. And uh, that was... That was four days ago, and I haven't gone up and finished. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they're just sitting up there, and it, it rained. Uh, it's we've gotten below freezing, so so when you drive by past my house, you just see these uh, <laughs> string lights just sitting on top of my roof. Are they, are they lit up? No, no. Oh, I, they you were the, just light them up. They were the first <laughs> day. I came out. I'm like, oh my god, this is so bad. Um, but my wife's just like, so you know, typical. You don't finish what you start, and so it's. Like, <laughs> another notch against me on that regard but uh yeah one of these days soon i need to get up there and finish but um it's just well, you can be like chris and you can put on some mariah carey and get back oh, into yeah. the old jingle jolly spirit yeah that's what yeah. i'm gonna do where are you located john i'm in dallas texas okay so yeah. so, so when freezing. i say when i say june you just put salt it's all relative, right? Because in, in like June, it's like 40 degrees where I'm at. So like, that's cool. Uh, and it's still like 90 degrees where you're at. So that's probably why there's that fluctuation of, of the calendar. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely, I guess you'd say we have all four seasons. Our spring is about two weeks, which sucks. Uh, but this summer we were, we were like breaking all sorts of terrible records. Like we had the most hundred degree days in June ever. And then we had like the most consecutively, most consecutive days over 100 degrees in the summer. And I think it was like 107 for three or four weeks straight. Um, that sounds miserable. It was, yeah. I mean, I'm fine when it's 100, 101, but I mean, it was just like, you know, we, no we, we yeah, you just can't even go to the pool. So um, hmm. it was brutal. So we're, I'm happy with the, it's like 45 degrees outside, which is just wonderful. Absolutely. You got a win for us? Uh, well, <laughs> the win was that I started early. That was the win. <laughs> was that I, I like, it was such a good day. Yeah. I, I got everything out. Like, I just felt like I was Mr. Christmas. I had the Christmas music playing. And, like, you know, I just, I really wanted to, like, enjoy Christmas this year because I feel like it flies by. And it really flies by if you wait till, like, two weeks before Christmas to get your lights up. So it I does. was just like riding such a Christmas high and then I just completely failed by not finishing the lights, which is just so on brand for me to not finish. Uh, <laughs> Wait, finish you don't project. finish projects? Huh? <sighs> I thought I was the only one. Yeah. I bought a bathroom fan like a year ago and I still haven't installed it. <laughs> Not a kid. See, that's well, whatever. That's intentions. It's the bad ones yeah. are when you finally do it and it takes like five minutes and you're like, <laughs> Man, I waited six months. <laughs> that took five minutes. <laughs> right. Absolutely. It's so refreshing to hear that other people go through that too. Yeah. See, we're not alone. You're not alone either, John. God. No, I. Well, <laughs> that's where the John the Dad stuff kind of came from. Was just dunking on myself, basically. So. Right. <laughs> well, let's get into that kind of stuff. Uh, let's t talk a little bit about you. Uh, just kind of tee up your your 
more information about you, maybe your family, your background, uh, maybe, you know, where'd you go to school? What'd you go to school for? You know, this kind of background info. Yeah, sure. So I was born in Dallas, but moved to Colorado in 1997 with my family. We lived in a town called Edwards, which is near Beaver Creek and Vail. Uh, so that was, that was wild moving from the concrete city that is Dallas up to Colorado and skiing and playing hockey and all that stuff. Uh, went to university of Denver, did undergrad and grad school there, and then immediately moved back to Dallas. Uh, met my wife a year later. Uh, we've been married since 2015, have a four-year-old boy and a two-year-old girl. Uh, I actually live five blocks away from my childhood home which is pretty cool oh, no kidding that's yeah. sweet when i first moved back to dallas it's not i mean it's a suburb it's not it's it, it's a, it's not a suburb but it's like you know 15 miles north of downtown and i was like i'm never moving up there are you kidding me like no way i'm gonna live where like all the all the bars and stuff are and then <laughs> once we started looking at houses we're like oh yeah this is this is the move um it's amazing so. how things change as you get a little bit older and life changes yeah and now i would love to just live like in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I hear you. hundred percent. We're all on the same page. <laughs> yeah. I went How... to Brook. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say, I went to Broken Bow, Oklahoma. Uh, I don't know if you guys are familiar with that, but it's in the woods in Oklahoma, uh, near Arkansas a couple weeks ago. And it's just, you know, there's just 60 deer outside in the morning and, uh, took my son fishing and, and all that. And it's just like, then you drive back into Dallas which is just, you know, I mean, I love Dallas for, for, for various reasons, but it's like anything but, uh, nature. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's totally different. Yeah. It's totally different. Right. It's get, getting away from something completely different from where you live, especially when the kids are involved. It's so cool. <laughs> and like, that's something that they remember too. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that's, uh, I think that's, gosh, if you could do anything, I think that's one of my, one of my biggest things, just get the F out, check out and, Mm -hmm. those are the best so um so you obviously run a so you run a pretty comical account i i was searching through your your stuff uh you popped up uh, randomly before i started to like talk to you right so it, it's one of those things where you see it it's super relatable uh it's funny it's dad content relationship humor uh, how did you get your start in social media? Um, and then like, how do you come up with all of these ideas uh, outside of just living through it every day? Yeah, I've wanted to make videos for a long time. You know, I'd make home movies and stuff as a kid. And, and then like in college, like I just felt like my friends and I, you know, you're sitting around and you're like, we all, we all like Chappelle's show. And I mean, this is even pre key and peel. And, but we were just, <laughs> we were just too like focused on drinking beer and never really made any made it happen and then vine came out and i was too much of a uh of a pansy to really go for it then i was just and i didn't really know what to do and and then now you know tiktok and instagram and all this stuff and then i worked in uh advertising agencies for 10 years and was around social media and marketing and all that and uh, and a lot of creativity right because it's ad agencies uh but i the whole time i was never in the creative department so i was always told like you're not a creative person you your account service you manage the clients uh so i don't know i just that always kind of was like no i i have ideas but you know just nobody i don't know how to get them out so three years ago um i got this job at can-am 
which K&M on-road vehicles, off-road vehicles. We also own Sea-Doo and Ski-Doo. Um, I'm sure you guys know Ski-Doo up there. Um, mm-hmm. And the job is managing our brand ambassadors. So that's influencers, content creators. Uh, there's some celebrities and stuff. And it's really like, you know, working with them to integrate our vehicles into their social media and doing activations and stuff. And, you know, I worked with Matt Pittman of Meat Church Barbecue and Ed Reed, who played for the Ravens and, you know, mm. Captain Lee from Below Deck, like all these really interesting people. And hmm. uh, and awesome. a lot of a lot of people like not that those people are like us, but we're not, you know, uh, Pro Bowl uh, NFL players. But there's a lot of people that were just, you know, content creators. Right. They make they make videos and they're they're just kind of regular people. And I worked with those people for so long. And like I was like, I can do this. Like these these people are no different than any of us, they just like took the chance and, mm-hmm. you know, decided to start filming themselves doing whatever it was, whether it's fat, you know, it wasn't all comedy, it was fashion or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and, um, so yeah, I, I, uh, in December, I just was like, I'm, you know, I'm 34, I'm going to be 35 soon. If I don't do this, I'm never going to do it. And I will be really, really mad at myself. Like it wasn't even an option. So like January 1st, made my first TikTok. It's so funny looking back. It's so terrible. Um, <laughs> oh, I went all the way back to your first ones. Did you? Because I, you? oh yeah, I did. And you can see the, it, it, I love seeing it. Cause like you can see the progression. See where I got like, the new iPhone and like Mars yep, or something. Yep. <laughs> the picture starts to get better. The audio sounds better. Yeah. I figured out cinematic mode in May. Like, like yeah. yeah. I think my second video is like my wife's off camera and she's throwing meatballs at me. And it's like, you know, when your toddler's throwing food, the at spaghetti. Yeah. 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 Yep. Um, but it's cool. It's cool to look back at that. Cause I was just like, you know, just all those like quotes of like, you know, you got to start somewhere and whatever. And, and so, yeah. So, I mean, it's still, it's still growing and, and I'm, I really feel like I'm just kind of hitting my stride, but I've had a lot of success and a lot of, you know, I've had a few go off and go viral, which is, which is really cool. I went from, um, 700 followers in June and I got 14,000 followers a week later um, from one, uh, the 20 one million video. view video. Yeah. The 20 million view video. <laughs> that'll, that'll help. Yeah. Um, and I was like, okay, so I'm doing something. People like right. it. Um, That's so awesome. So yeah, I focus on, on dad stuff, relationships, and then nineties uh, millennial stuff just kind of throw that in there here and there so um it's do, fun man how do you, i feel how do you, so much more content with my life how do you come up with all your ideas what do you do uh i mean a lot of them especially with the dad stuff it just i mean i'm sure andrew can relate like it just kind of you just kind of live the scenario and you're like huh that's pretty funny um and then a lot of times when you start to develop it like I don't know, just through the editing process, you're like, oh, it'd be funny if I added this sound or this, this music or, or, you know, I use, I use the app cap cut, um, yeah, yeah. which is great. so great. Like that we was a big, too. that was a big reason why I didn't make videos forever was I was actually a film minor in school and I could, I learned to use final cut and premiere pro and all that. And I was like, I can't make, I can't make videos unless I have the editing software. Mm-hmm. You know, I was being such a perfectionist. I'm sure you could do it with a podcast. You're like, Oh, I got to do it perfect or I'm not going to do it at all. And now the fact that you can edit these videos, these right. super 4K videos on your phone, it's like there's no excuse. 
Are you still no, using I, your iPhone to shoot? Yeah. Or did you upgrade? Yeah. Still using my now, iPhone. when you think of an idea, like you, you're popping out content, I feel like every two days. I don't know. Maybe every day. Every day. Yeah. So are you like the kind of person that like thinks of an idea and you go and film it? Or do you have, do you just like write stuff down as you think of it and then kind of piece it together or script it? What, what What's your process? Yeah, I have a list that I keep. Um, but I'd say a lot of... I have a list on my phone, but I feel like I also have like kind of a list, like a queue, a batting order up here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then sometimes like something will just pop in my head and I'll just go do it if I have the time. Um, and, and like, you know, it depends on how much time I have. Like, luckily sure. I work from home and, you know, I work 40 hour weeks. So like I'll film on, I'll film in the morning or on my lunch break. But if I'm like, oh man, like I do not have time today. I'll just like, what's something that's six seconds. Um, because some of them, again, as y'all know, like they take a long time mm-hmm. and especially those skits. Yeah. yeah you got to like change. I, I go time. sit in front of my freaking closet and I'm like, all right, like I did, I did these ones for Fisher price, um, that, that went off like, uh, the, what's it called? The kick and play piano. Music. Yeah. Which I had no idea what that was. And I was actually watching your videos at work the other day and there was, one of my coworkers was like, oh, my God, you're listening to that song. I go, what song? And she goes, my niece has that toy. I go, oh, it's from a toy. I didn't yeah. even know. And like, yeah. all, she's like, yeah, all these songs that he's doing are from a toy. And I was like, I had no idea. I thought he was just making up bangers no, on his own. I, I didn't know. And I think that's why like 70% of my followers are women. <laughs> um, I mean, don't Matt it's, Rife them. It's more. No, I mean, it's more. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I'll be careful. But it's, it's, it's more mom. Not all of it. But like, you know, right. that stuff, it's parenting humor. Yeah, is it's what parenting. It is. But I think I do think some of those videos, the moms maybe connect with right. it a little bit more just on yeah, some of those. But, um, but yeah, like on some of those, I have like six outfit changes and you're like, all right, what's the trombone player going to wear? What's the guitar player going <laughs> to wear? What's what's the audio engineer going to, you know, and so you're sitting there like, what's the, the wife that comes in? Like I have, I have this pink sweater that my wife doesn't even use anymore. Cause I just, I wear it. <laughs> uh, she's like, you, you commandeered it. it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, uh, I've got some, like, I have this idea called pimp my crib, uh, where it's just pimp my ride, but he pimps the crib out and I like wrote the script and I, it's going to take me three hours to film the freaking thing. And I haven't mm-hmm. done it yet. Um, I better so, get you a, a Millie. <laughs> right yeah those, yeah and that's the thing. usually those ones won't right like the ones that you put a ton of time into they don't, they they don't, don't do, do anything well. mm-hmm. do six well. second green screen video pops off the 20 million yeah the 20 million video that was like it's me hiding in a rounder and jc penny in the 90s oh that's the one that yeah, popped and it, off and yeah. it's all green screen it probably took you like a minute to film it, it took me done. we were we were running late to a friend's house it was july 1st and a saturday and saturdays like are never good days for me but i realize now none of that matters and I'd been thinking about it and I was like, I just figured out the green screen, how to do it on CapCut. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to do it real quick. I probably took me, I don't know, two minutes to film it. And then you hear like a, a speaker overhead talking like, you know, Jonathan, your mom's looking for you. I'm mm-hmm. using my kid's cash register toy <laughs> that has a microphone in it. And I just recorded that into my phone. I thought you used like a audio. No, like... it's just a stupid kid's toy. FX or something. And so I upload it and I go to my friend's house and I check like 
an hour later and it has 120,000 views. And mind you, I have 700 followers at this point. So I'm like, <laughs> I got to go guys. <laughs> yeah. So I was just glued my phone the whole night and it's just, you know, a million, two million, three million. I'm like, when's it going to stop? And wow. um, yeah, so it's just, it's, it's cool, man. Like when you're creative, I mean, you guys are creating a podcast. Like it's, I'm sure it's just like, you know, when you create something, it feels really good, you know? Like right. consuming is fun and watching Netflix or whatever is, is, is fine. But like, I just feel like some of us are put on this earth to create things and, and it can be, it's, just, it's like when you mow your lawn, like you're not really creating, you're taking away, I guess, but like, you know, you just, you feel good that you did something and that you made an impact on whatever it is. So even if it's something small, um, so to just like get a bunch of people to laugh and feel better especially with how crazy everything is right now um it's right. very it's very fulfilling no doubt absolutely no doubt so you're obviously a dad so i think i said, heard you say that they're four and two earlier yeah. um tell us a little bit about your experience of being a dad and you know what what are some of the biggest <laughs> learning uh moments of being a dad that you've you've witnessed so far and uh, with kids that age, we're all on the similar, similar boat, all with young kids, but it's always yeah. good to toss the ball around here. Sure. Um, so yeah, four-year-old boy, two-year-old girl, the, the, my son, uh, was, uh, just really hard as soon as he came out, like he wouldn't even come out. They had to do a C-section, mm. uh, which I think is fitting Stubborn from the for his personality. Um, yeah, she was dilated for like a full day and they're like, we got to go get this kid. Um, he cried the first three months of his life. Um, and now he's, he's four and he's really turned the corner. They said that he had, a uh, what's it called? Sensory processing disorder. I think about a year and mm. a half ago. Um, just got really overwhelmed, really stressed. And he's a big kid. He's, I mean, he's four and he's 51 pounds. He's like, already wearing like six-year-olds, six-year-old clothes. Um, and then my daughter is just the sweet little angel, although she just entered the terrible twos and is like on a rampage. Um, we just, we just entered that phase. It's, yeah. it's, it's crazy bad. Yeah. She was so sweet, just nothing but smiles and, and like our little angel. And now it's like, no, go away. And like just screaming yeah. at you and, um, so it's not just me. <laughs> no, my son was more of a terrible threes. He just hit three this summer. It was worse. Yeah, he's he's more of a terrible three than terrible two. Yeah. Four is even better. Buckle up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> four has well, yeah. I mean, and I, for different it, reasons, it's really different for everybody. It seems like, but yeah. You, I mean, so to answer your question, like try and do it succinctly. Like, I did not. I thought I was gonna. I thought this was going to be easier than it is for sure. I, I didn't think it'd be easy, but, um, you know, I, my wife, even who's very, very even tempered, uh, has said, I, I didn't realize I had such a temper and not, well, she said that about herself, but like same for me, but times 10, like right. my, my dad had a really, really bad temper. And I feel like when you, uh, become a parent, like all these, like, repressed things that maybe you didn't know you had like start coming out and you start turning into your, it's like those uh, progressive commercials you're turning into your parents. Like, um, <laughs> and it's really like, you kind of have to, 
like my dad used to like scream and yell, not all the time, but when he got mad and he got mad more than your average person. And I don't, I don't want to be that way, you know? So I've really had to work. And, and then I get this son who's super like tough and doesn't want to listen. And, um, you know, so you just have to like, well, you don't have to, you can just, I don't know, not be self-aware at all. And just be like, well, that's how my dad was. So that's how I'm going to be. But you really got to like be considerate of like, how do I, I don't want this kid to grow up and resent me even at mm-hmm. four, um, you know, and, and just figuring out how do I turn this kid into a good, a good kid, but like a good citizen and a good sibling and a good future husband and, and whatnot. And I know he's four. I, I don't mean to be like too dramatic, but. Just... No, these are the foundational moments that you need to be preparing and teaching and yeah. Yeah. So just realizing that, well, seeing those traits in him too, the stubbornness and like, just you're like, oh, I guess that makes me feel better that that's hereditary because, you know, he's super like forgetful. He can't find anything anywhere. He's just like, hey, where's my, where's my drink? It's like, like right there, buddy. You're right. Um, you, did, you did a video about yeah, that. Where, yeah, and you week. as the dad too. Yeah. And the mom. That one, that one hit 2 million uh, uh, last week. And that, again, I try to be careful not to like dunk on dudes and dads too, too much because all the comments are, are women being like, my husband does that too. Oh my God. I'm like, oh, sorry guys. Um, but yeah. So anyway, just, just trying to, trying to help the kid, like not go through some of the things that I went through. Um, and, and he's very sensitive like I am and he's, he's an emotional kid like I am. And my dad, I'm adopted. And my dad not only was just a baby boomer born in 1950, so he had that mentality, but I also feel like because I was adopted, I don't think that my dad fully understood like how emotional I would get and how like sensitive I was to things. And so I feel like with my son, I can, I see that in him and I, I know how to like handle it better, (laughs) you know, where it's not just like rub some dirt on it. Why are you crying? You know, which was kind of how like my dad was. And now for me and not to say I haven't been like, stop crying, (laughs) but I just, I feel like I'm a little more empathetic with like what the kid's going through, which is nice. Right. That's good stuff. Yeah. I, I feel like I'm, I could echo that with you with, with this whole two-year-old about to go three. Our, our one daughter is, is very headstrong. Uh, so I have twin girls. Um, oh, nice. They're both, yeah, they're, they're going to be three here soon. Um, and the one's gone through a phase now where it's just like, you see the mirror image of you like basically talking to you and you're like, you got to take a step back and you got to think, okay, when I was a kid, how did I, or like even now, how would I like to be talked to? Mm-hmm. How would I like to be corrected? And you got to try and keep that thought process in your mind as you're trying to deescalate someone screaming at you because <laughs> they no longer like the chicken nuggets that they just ate five minutes ago. <laughs> so it's like, right. it's, it's a lot, but mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's awesome that you're, you're seeing that and you're putting the things together and, um, yeah. Um, speaking of being a dad and stuff with like, how do you, with managing full-time job, social media, how do you manage to still be present and make that a priority with your work-life balance? Do you guys watch Bluey? Oh yeah. 
I don't. I have no. You're familiar with big, it? big Bluey family. But yeah, so we love Bluey. The thing I see about Bluey a lot is that the dad is like the dad, which is a dog, uh, makes makes the rest of us look bad because he's such a good dad. Um, and I saw this comment. I don't know. I don't know. A year or two ago, that was like. This is a silly way to answer this question, but the episodes are five minutes long. Mm-hmm. And they were like, imagine that that's actually the only five minutes that that dad is spending with his kids. And that's how good of a dad he is in those five minutes that he has. And maybe the rest of the day, Louie's dad is working and doing something. And again, it's it's silly to like, you know, you never know where something very profound is going to hit you, like a comment on Instagram on a freaking Bluey meme. But, you know, I just was like, that is so, that is so great. Like, put my phone down, which I struggle with. I'll still be mm-hmm. on my phone while I'm playing with it, but put my phone down and just get on the floor and start wrestling with them. And I mean, they're like, they're like ants. When you drop food, man, you go, you lay on the ground, they'll come crawling over to <laughs> oh, you. Oh yeah. Yeah. Start playing with you and, and just trying to like, just be more present with them. Like yesterday, um, I just started throwing a soccer ball on the roof and then when it would come down, I would like let it hit me in the head, and then I would like act like it, like you know, concussed me. And my son just thought that was the funniest thing in the world. Maybe I'm teaching him to be a you know violent or something. But uh, <laughs> and then today, all all day, he's like, "Hey, can we go outside and uh, bonk our heads on the soccer ball?" Like all day today. Um, and How's so, your head like, feel? Fine, it's just <laughs> soft. But like, but you know, just making up games and like right. just trying to be a kid again you know we go on the trampoline and i'm like okay how does the zebra jump and they have to do a zebra impression uh, yeah so there uh it'll be like how does the zebra jump how does a you know gorilla jump and they have to make the noise and and so now every time we go on the trampoline uh they want to do the the animal noise game um that's fun that's cool yeah these are things that they'll remember actually like you don't realize it but there's a good chance they're gonna look back and remember these stupid things dad used to do and i think that's where a lot of dadisms come from right like you just being a jackass trying to like make your kids happy and trying to be creative with them and uh, my my dad was like the my dad's name is dale and all of my family and friends call him dale jokes everything he all of his jokes and that's me now and it's like i just fully embrace it this is like my kids love it they laugh like whatever i don't even care if it embarrasses myself yes yeah. it's all about them that's yeah. a brilliant that that actually is a brilliant uh line that stuck out like that you just brought up about the bluey the thing five, yeah mm-hmm. the five minutes because that's so that's totally true because that's going to be probably the best five minutes of their day yeah you know relatively speaking it's that's the highlight that's all they're going to remember they're not going to remember the 20 minutes that you you know told them to wait because you had to finish something yeah you know their their minds are so short term at this age where it's like that's all they need yeah like today i was teaching them how to skip they don't know how to skip sure just teaching them how to skip and we skipped around the house and i was like i was working but i was like here let me show you how to skip and we skipped for like two minutes and I went right. back to my, I mean, that, that's helpful. I work from home. So, I mean, mm-hmm. that's, that's kind of a, right. Don't you can connect un- for unfair advantage, but that's also, you know, it makes it hard to work and like focus on stuff, but 
sure. And then, so what y'all were saying earlier is like trying to get out in nature and and go. Uh-huh. I don't know. They're so young, man. Like two and four. I took my son to a Rangers game six months ago, and all he talked about was wanting ice cream the whole time. And he like and <laughs> sixteen dollar ice cream. Yeah, and then yesterday he literally goes, "Can we go back to the baseball game?" And I was like, "Oh, you remember that?" And he goes, "Yeah, and get ice cream." I'm like, but you know what? I guess that was his. Yeah, you can actually like go out on scout tickets after the game starts for like dollars That's well depending on your market we're, we're in minnesota so like our teams are abysmal so you can do this here <laughs> it's just game starts and you go get a couple seats for a couple bucks and the kid like, they don't know any different you're not going to sit in the seat anyway you're going to go walk around the concourse and look at all the things i've got standing room only tickets at a minneapolis game right it was worth it it was worth it see yeah that's see? definitely that's definitely the move next time i'm not getting nice seats like i did last time you know john today you put something on your instagram that like i i watched like all your story posts yeah and uh i i thought that was pretty cool i don't know if you guys saw his story post from today but talking about kind of like how hard it is financially to be a parent or just to be in this economy as a millennial Mm -hmm. and i i just thought that was a cool message that like that a lot of people like to talk about you know their state of their finances or like maybe struggles but yeah it's it's definitely a real thing especially with raising children and so i um that resonated with me because i've had conversations with people on the side about that quite often yeah i'm trying to i mean all my all my posts are are comedy but i'm trying to you know do some more real stuff on my stories maybe maybe i'll do it as posts i don't know i'm still figuring it out but I was talking with some friends today and we were, we were just talking about that topic about like how I think we all had a unreal, it's a combination. I think we had an unrealistic expectation of what life was going to be like when we were all coming out of college. But I also think that then we got hit with a recession and mm-hmm. all sorts of, you know, crazy stuff. And, you know, you've seen the, the graphs of the, the inflation and prices and but like wages you know wages haven't gone up yeah. as high and all that so that's that's real mm-hmm. um but yeah the, the stories he's talking about i just basically was like i'm not where i thought i would be at this point in my life um and we we have a, a great group of friends here in dallas but a lot of them you know make really good money <laughs> and so that's uh and i'm happy for them i really am but sometimes it's like you know, watching people go on vacations and getting new cars and stuff. And it's just like, oh man, like I'm, I'm working really hard. Like, how do I, how do I get to that next level? And, um, and, and my, my point was like, just if you're trying your hardest, like what else are you supposed to do? You know, and, right. and really just have to change your mindset. Like you just have to be grateful for what you have. I mean, I have, mm-hmm. I, I own my own home and, I have an awesome wife and we have two amazing kids and I have a cool job and like I get to do social media videos and now I'm on a podcast talking to new friends and it's like when you look at my life, it's like there's literally nothing wrong with that. You know, it's very, uh, It's a Wonderful Life is like one of my favorite movies Um, and that's like the whole entire message, right? Is that like he thinks his life sucks because he didn't go 
to the big city and become this big architect and this big deal and become a millionaire. Instead, he stayed in his, his measly little town, hometown, and married his, you know, his friend's sister and has all these kids and works a dead end jar, what he thinks. And he doesn't realize that the impact he's having on a local level is massive. And the impact that he's had on his family and friends is massive. Um, and that's, uh, I'm excited to watch that <laughs> this Christmas. It's like therapy every time I watch that movie. I'm going to have to add that to the list. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's that's so true, right? Like we could all think about, man, like sometimes life just doesn't seem like it's everything you want it to be. But there's so many people that are looking at you going, man, this guy has got it made like this. Like people look up to you and you don't realize it. Mm-hmm. And, and even just your children looking at you, they don't know how much money you make. Like They don't know what wealth is all they know is what love is and mom and dad are there every day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Well, Hey, how about about the whole dreaded question that you were worried about coming on to this podcast? Grass. (laughs) Oh, we're talking about grass on a grass podcast. Yeah. You know, I, I suppose we can, you know, touch on it. So, you reached out to me with a question, I think, a long time, like early on, um, maybe this summer, I think you reached out to me with a question about grass. And I was basically like, I'm not a warm season grass guy. I mm-hmm. can't be much help for you, but I can try to point you in the right direction. Uh, like, what What is your experience with lawns? I mean, like, are you, you just kind of like a minimalist? Uh, do you, know, you mow your own lawn? Yeah. Do you mow it? Do you fertilize it? And, you know, do you know what kind of grass you have? It's kind of walk us through it. Yeah. When I... Uh, I do mow my own lawn. Um, I did have my lawnmower break and I did not fix it for a while. So that was a period where I did pay someone to mow my lawn. Well, um, that's, but, it's on the roof beside the lights now. Yeah, it's up on the roof. Um, <laughs> actually, my blower, my blower broke yesterday. I'm just like, I just, it's just, Whoa. it just feels like everything breaks all the time. Christmas is coming. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I uh, when I moved into this house, the people that, had lived here before me just completely let the lawn go is bad like the weeds were i bet the weeds were three feet tall um in the back and it's a big backyard like it's 100 by 50 is the backyard um yeah. and there's like a an area that's uh carport and stuff but still it's it's a lot and so it took me two days just to mow the lawn mow the weeds i should say um, it's a mix of St. Bermuda, I'm sorry, St. Augustine and Bermuda in the back. Um, and it's actually a mix in the front and I don't like that. I like St. Augustine way better. Um, but I've never really like taken the initiative to, to like do anything about it. My thing is just like spraying it for weeds in the spring and just trying to like cut down on the weeds because I don't feel like I've ever fully gotten like a handle on it. And I think that it's just, this is, this is probably for you guys and and your listeners is probably going to be, seem like an excuse, but like, it's just not like a big enough priority for me to like really go in and just, cause it it looks fine. You know what I mean? It's just one of those things where I'm like really looking at it. I'm like, man, I wish I could like do something about this. But the first thing I think every spring is like, get these weeds out of here. And then over the summer, I don't have a sprinkler system. And it's 105 degrees. And so I'm out there watering. By August, I'm just, all the flowers die. I'm just over it, you know. And 
at that point, I'm just trying to keep everything alive. Um, and then when the fall comes, I'm just over it and I don't need to do anything because it just it goes dormant, the leaves fall and, and then I just start the process over again in the spring. So, <laughs> Well, you have to understand that the, our listeners and the people that follow <clears throat> us primarily are the exception. Like, like you're like the average person, mm-hmm. right? Like yeah. you, you, you basically want to take care of your lawn well enough to that it looks presentable and that the, the city's not knocking on your door. The HOA is not trying to find you. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you, I, it's completely cool with us. We totally support yeah. whatever, like, it's just awesome that you even want to take care of your lawn yourself, period. Yeah. I'm probably going to take in the shorts that I said St. Bermuda when you first asked me. That oh, it, it's, it's okay. <laughs> it's, it's a uh, cooler name it's anyway. Not, it's better than St. Bernard or something, you know? Yeah. So, but, uh, in, in, as far as Bermuda being with your St. Augustine, I don't think you're going to be able to get the Bermuda out of there. It's basically impossible to kill so embrace it yeah it's it's yeah. gonna be all bermuda soon so, yeah, yeah it probably will be in yeah. st augustine, really st. Nice augustine becomes like more of an island in the back every year we yeah. actually have a, a guy coming on uh next next podcast he's from texas too and he is bermuda and what he did this year was he oversee it with printing rice so it stays green all all uh, winter down there um but yeah his is all this is all Bermuda. Another pro tip when all your grass goes dormant is you can just take grass paint and paint it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's cool. And then you can leave your Christmas lights on that are 30% complete and just turn those on. <laughs> Got fake grass and you're good. Great. And some of the really nice homes here in Dallas have straight up AstroTurf. So, yeah. Yeah. There's I'm that. not surprised. There's that. Yeah. That's a whole nother bucket of worms. Yeah. So you said a lot of cement down down in your area. So do people like just like have huge driveways that are no? By... I say that because it's just like there's the no city. there's no real nature. Right, anything. everything um, dies and like when you're degrees. yeah when you're flying over Dallas like it's a ton of trees and in the neighborhoods are, there's a reason like it's one of the fastest growing cities. It's a really great place to raise a family besides the heat. If if it didn't have the heat, it's it's great. Like I love it down here. Um, now. I've, I've got friends in Minnesota and Maine. And when I go visit them in the summer, I'm like, okay, this is living, this is living. But then they're in the summer, then they're under snow for what? Eight months. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got six inches outside right now. God, yeah. We, we probably snow. won't even get snow this, this whole winter. So yeah. I shoveled yesterday. Hey, you're getting pounded this year already. Well, yeah, we got 12 inches on Halloween. Did you really? <laughs> Yeah, they canceled trick or treating and they rescheduled it for a week later because there were so many trees and power lines and I didn't have power for a day and a half. Yeah, it's uh, it's one for the one we'll always remember. And uh, yeah, we just got hit with like six inches a few days ago and it's slowly melting. But I remember that in Colorado when you had to like your Halloween costume had to be like something warm. warm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's the worst. Like when you have like like my wife works really hard on Halloween costumes and I'm like are they going to need a jacket over that? Cause like, it's, it's just yeah. going to go to waste all your time and effort. Yeah, but, exactly. Yeah. Get one that's big enough. Just put the coat under it. Yeah. Snow and the girls in college it. don't care. They, it could be negative four and they're going to be out there oh, with like three whisk- square centimeters of clothes on. So they got their whiskey jackets on. Right. Vince, that's <laughs> like, I don't know, 16 years away. Oh, ready for, for that? Snow? <laughs> hey, we uh, had our no, first the, ho- the Halloween for your girls. Is oh. What I was hey, more I, so getting at. Um, it'll be here for my girl before his. I have a six-year-old. True. So, Doesn't true. it scare you of what 
life will be like in 14 years. I was just thinking about like the whole just phone and social media aspect of things like the the phone does can take you anywhere you want to go. And I don't think anyone, even adults aren't prepared for the, the power that comes in your hand there of just search anything. So that's what I'm, yeah, my mom's a my mom's a fifth grade teacher, and she said that just kids like are just growing up really fast because of all that. Right. Yeah. They just they just know things they shouldn't. Um, like she said, some of the kids in her class, fifth graders, are talking about sexual stuff, which she obviously like tells them to stop. But she's just like, "Where are you learning this stuff from?" Right. Um, yeah. So I just. They're two and four right now and obviously don't have phones. So I just am focusing on that. But those, uh, those thoughts creep in my head. Goes quick. For sure. Chris, just today I was um, actually scrolling the internet and uh, your, your buddy, the radio host uh, that you did his lawn, DeRussia. Um, Jason DeRussia? Yeah, I, I follow him. Mm-hmm. And he was actually talking about like, he just had this little clip on his from his show talking about like they need to take smartphones out of schools completely, ban them mm. because of like the distractions and all that stuff. And um, and I was like, you know, that's a whole different world. I mean, Facebook didn't even come into play until I was in like seventh grade, and still nobody knew about it. And smartphones didn't come around until I was practically in high school, which makes me feel old as crap right now talking about that. But we're all in the same boat, about the same age. So, um, and this is like, yeah, I, we didn't grow up with that. Like, this is a whole different generation of kids. We grew up with Tamagotchis or whatever those things are called. And I was not even allowed to have one of those Um, or a dog. And now I have dogs and I'm like, they're killing my lawn. Who wants them? Tamagotchis. So yeah, it's really weird. And, uh, you know, growing up on social media, I just don't know how it's going to affect kids. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. It's absolutely nuts. And then like the whole like screen time thing is totally different. Like, I don't think I had a phone until senior year of high school. And that was because it was a necessity because I had a car. Right. Basically. Or I was driving around, you know, that kind of thing. But and now yeah, your man, kids it's... are asking for their tablets or, you know, they pick up your phones and they're doing things you didn't even know they knew how to do. Yeah, it's well, crazy. It took like five minutes to send a text message. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. The T9. <laughs> T9 word. Yeah. I got good at that. Just to get to the letter O, you had to click something four times. and Yeah. yeah. We, we, did, we did family photos uh, last weekend. And as the photographer was just taking pictures of us, um, oh, I should say we have two, two, uh, we have twins and we have one on the way. So we were taking pictures of just, um, us and, you know, with the ultrasound pictures and stuff. And we looked down and our girls, they both had my phones. They're taking pictures and videos of us as we're getting pictures. Is that where taken. that weird story post came from? You put on Instagram, uh, your daughter sent it. <laughs> it was just like, leaves what? on the ground. Are you serious? Like talking in the back. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> like, you didn't see that? She uploaded it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Man, that'd she's be funny. smart. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. there like, was text on the screen and everything. You're two and a half years old, and you know how to open up a phone and take a video and take a picture and all that stuff. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy. So my kids and I do uh, we we do like guided drawings. So there's, there's and it's on YouTube. It's this channel with like seven and a half million fo- like subscribers or whatever. But it's guided drawings. You take out a blank sheet of paper. You have a sharpie, and that. it starts from scratch. Dude, it's brilliant for starters because they they love it because they get to pick what they want to draw they take turns doing it and we all do it together so like there's your little bluey you know yeah that bluey thing right yeah. kind of make it a, a a ritual every couple nights and um the 
it's it's crazy because as the creator side you get to see like how they do their videos and like mm -hmm. genius for starters we're coloring and recording it and putting it on youtube and probably making a killing doing it but uh it's funny because they have a specific intro and specific like uh, like mannerisms going through the entire video and then a specific ending and it's funny because my my oldest he's about to turn six or excuse me about to turn seven uh he got a tablet uh just like a, a chromebook type thing and he will just like go into the camera in there and just start like recording himself and like it's funny because we caught him like doing the intro and recording himself on like as if he was filming a youtube video because he sees mm -hmm. dad like does this for like a living now and it's like it's just crazy they're gonna my daughter they, is doing they pick Barbies up so night. much of that stuff just mm. from all the stuff that we do again it's all revolving around screens yep yeah or what it feels like anyway it's crazy it's crazy but i mean it, it, it it's a positive thing you're taking screens and you're doing something positive with it right um but man is it scary yeah i, I mean there's much, there's much a reason yeah. that the like a lot of the big executives of facebook and instagram don't let their kids on social media mm -hmm. right should tell you everything you need to know yeah, right. so i mean yeah i, I don't know I, right now i feel like i'm not gonna let my kid on social media until they're 14 15 16 but we'll see yeah, what do you? We'll see, right? Exactly. <laughs> you got exactly. a lot of time until then. Who don't even know what kind of technology there will be by then? <clears throat> well, this is this has been awesome. Like I, we could talk about this stuff for for days. I feel like this has been this has been great, John. Thanks for thanks for popping on, John. If you can uh, remind everyone uh, who you are and where they can find you on your social handles, if you have a website, etc. Sure. Yeah, uh, John the Dad. So it's at John the Dad sixteen because uh, at John the Dad was taken. Uh, so at John the Dad sixteen <laughs> on, on TikTok and Instagram, uh, just John the Dad on YouTube and Facebook. Love that. Go uh, go go! Give him a, a follow and a subscribe. Uh, he's got great, funny, relatable uh, stuff going out. It, it it's great. So uh, thanks again for for coming on and uh, spending some time with us on this evening and a busy time of the year for us parents. But uh, before we wrap, be sure to go check out thelawnfeed.com. Check out some amazing lawn gear to elevate uh, your set of lawn search sweatshirts and more. Uh, and check out a couple gifts on there that you can give to you, your fellow lawn dads and geeks out there in your circle. Use Brad15 at checkout, save 15% off your entire order uh, on whatever you decide to get. And on behalf of the entire lawn feed, Andrew, Vince, and myself, thank you for joining another great episode. Stay safe out there. Good luck again on this week's venture of parenthood. And we will catch you on the next one. Bye-bye. See you. Thank you, guys.